Hello and welcome everybody to DC Figures and Collectibles. I am Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, Batman F-I-G-S, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host coming all the way from Stoke-on-Trent, England, and you can find him on Instagram at the.batfan, just one E-T-H-E, dot batfan, and he is Scott. Scott, how are you doing? Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. Hello, Tyler. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. I am Brilliant. thrilled. I am pumped. The weather's nice. New toys are coming out. It's almost time for Comic Cons. More new toys. I'm excited. Great stuff. That sounds awesome. Yeah, definitely. I'm also excited because you announced your weekend theme yesterday and i'm pretty pumped to see what you guys do with it oh yes yeah um i gotta thank you for reminding me to announce it on the <laughs> day um usually announce it on a tuesday or a wednesday but uh yeah need to need to make sure it was on a tuesday so um yeah this weekend theme with the back collector was lewis make sure you check his page out he is it's just a great friend and also a fantastic photographer. We're going to be doing a two-faced theme this weekend, so that's going to be uh, good fun to shine a light on a character that doesn't get enough um, enough recognition, I would say. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. Heck yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun just to see how creative you guys get with shots and also just what scenes you guys do. Uh, I'm yeah, playing. thank you. And- really looking forward to it. You, I mean, not to go backwards in time, but you guys did dominate this past weekend's theme, which was Dark Knight Returns. Yes, that was good fun. Very good fun. Uh, yeah, good fun. Dark not Night just for you, but for all of us. Thank you. That's kind. That's really kind. Yeah, it, Dark Knight Returns is, uh, it, it's my favorite animated movie. So pretty much all of the um, uh, sort of scenes that, set up uh, based on or inspired by that movie um, and Lewis's shots were amazing as well, absolutely amazing especially the one of that um, Dark Knight Returns Batman statue with Superman that was just fantastic and the first shot he did as well with Carrie Kelly was just perfect so, Yeah, he killed it this weekend really enjoyed his shots Yes and there's one that I really enjoyed in particular that you did and you started it off as your first picture of the weekend, and it was a hot one coming out of the gate, and it is the uh, Dark Knight Returns animated Batman from Legends of the Dark Knight, and you set it up perfectly where it looks like he's in the cockpit of the Batmobile, and he's even got a little <laughs> microphone headset. It's just oh, it's so perfect. Tell Thank us you. about uh, how you did that one, because that one got a lot of love. Uh, that's... That is a mashup of so many things. Um, so that's two backgrounds mashed together. Really? Um, to make it look like it's in the centre. So there's a the right and left-hand side of the tank cockpit. People who've seen the movie will recognise it. So I mashed those two together just to make it wider to fit the figure in. The headset I've got is from an old Captain Scarlet figure. Um, and then just put a bit of tack on the back of his head and it came around perfect and then I got the the grapple gun from the BVS connect and collect 
and then put the cyborg icons <sighs> bit in front of it. Okay. Uh, and then the other side is just a little sort of riser that I use for figure stands and then just put a keyboard on the top of it and uh, an old Playmobil prop behind it to make it look like it's part of the tank. Uh, and did it take uh, did it take a while to do the lighting or did it just come together quite nicely? Um, the setup took so long. The overall, that picture maybe took 45 minutes an hour. It took a while to get it all to, to sort of knit together. It was uh, it was a tricky one, but you know worth it because it was good fun. And uh, yeah, I've been experimenting a little bit more with the lights this weekend, and um, it was okay. Well, I mean, that, it, it, it I wanted to match the lighting of the backdrop because it's got like a sort of a light blue turquoisey sort of background. So I think you did pretty good. Thank I mean, that's kind. If you go by likes, everyone else loved it. It got a lot of love, and I I just think that that uh. The way you did it, it really does look seamless and like he's in the cockpit of a Batmobile. Thank you, and that's kind of... Which yeah, I'm pretty sure that's hard to pull off with that figure. It's, uh, he's bloody huge for anyone who's got the figure. <laughs> you'll know yourself that it, it is massive. <laughs> yeah. and the uh, But yeah, you, you killed it. And the fact that you even had a headset thing that fit and it was like in scale to his face even is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was a lucky stroke. I, I was... Desperate to try and find the because I knew the old Captain Scarlet figures would fit with it, so I'd yeah, I'd look through and found it. Captain Scarlet's still coming through in the clutch, indeed. Indeed, I, I reminded myself <laughs> on the previous episode when I mentioned Captain Scarlet, I was like, Holy crap, I can actually use that! Um, yeah, yeah, it looks perfect. And you did, yeah, and the other shot, the other standout shot. Um, well, there's two more that I really, really like. The, the one with the kryptonite arrow with green uh, green arrow. That one oh, was, yes, yeah. Thank you. Because, just because I think that the that armored one, it, it blends in perfectly with the DCAU figures. Yeah. And then the one that you just absolutely killed, and I think I, I even, I might like it more than the Batmobile cockpit one, and that one got a lot of love. I love the Joker one on the set of the talk show. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That, that no, that really is kind because that one was. Uh, I don't know. You never know how how a picture is going to work out, uh, or if people are going to get what the scene is or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that one was um, quite good fun to do. I mean, as soon as this theme was announced, I knew I wanted to do a picture similar to that scene or something of that kind of um, ilk, I suppose. But again, that's two backgrounds mashed together with, um, with just sort of like WWE table and then the obviously the Batcave <laughs> Alfred accessories. Um, yeah, you did yeah, a great that, pose uh, with his leg being crossed. No, that, that I was so afraid I was going to break him doing that. Oh, that's it great. did actually work out okay. Getting the whole getting him to hold that cup was difficult. Oh yeah, I bet. Did you use tap? Oh no, you just slipped it through his thumb. Yeah, I just squeeze it through his thumb and hope it looks okay. But uh, yeah, it looks good. I, I just that scene—it's just so creepy. He's like so many faces, so few smiles, so weird. Yeah, and you just—it's the perfect um, where he's on the talk show. You just got that perfect where he's just looking at the camera with a blank stare, just lifeless, no smile. <laughs> Before uh, he just goes ape crazy and just starts killing everyone. Oh yeah, it's, it's nuts that scene, isn't it? When, 
It's like, can I keep this mug good? He just goes and <laughs> assassinates everybody with those uh, creepy electric babies that gas everyone as well. It's so weird. Yeah, that was always creeped me out. I was like, what are they? Androids? Real androids? Yeah. <laughs> but I have to also throw it back to last episode because it is my favorite episode uh, that we covered. And you really did a good job of getting the clay face in that picture for the uh, for the announcement of the episode where we talked about what we covered. Oh, John, when it comes to clay face shots, I... I've got to disagree because yours are just oh, that first clay face shot. You know, I know we talked about it on the last one. But how the hell you got the shadows to to work like that? It's just awesome. Thanks. I have to do something. I've shot the crap out of that episode. <laughs> yeah, so you but... did the the part two one as well with that because I remember you saying you were going to do the electric magnet one. And I was just like, wow, that's going to be a tricky one to pull off, but. Um, Jeez, she hold, holy crap! You pulled it off. Thankfully, I had some. Oh, I had some brown play-doh slash putty stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna try quote, to do it. That quote though, as well, isn't it? The quote that goes with it is just. Oh. Yeah, well, you are, you one of your favorite things to talk about, and what makes the DCAU memorable is a lot of the voice actors, the way they deliver, and Kevin Conroy's voice. Yeah, Kevin Conroy's voice in that is just so perfect with the music. Yeah. I feel like every character, even if they just have one appearance in an episode, they all got an epic quote that's just delivered perfectly. That's actually a good point. They all do. There's yeah, always one thing watching. that's memorable. Yeah, even when um, even when you go to characters like the Stromos, you know, he's got some fantastic quotes. And, yeah. Um, you know, um, you, you lock up. The... Yeah, Lockup. Absolutely. Lockup's got some of the best ones. Calendar Girl. Yeah, again, I, I think I think Lockup's a great shot, actually. I think he genuinely has got some of the best quotes in the yeah, entire... I was working movie. with you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. And he's, t- oh, he's talking about like bureaucrats and the, and the police and how they're corrupt and they don't help society and all that kind of stuff. And um, Yeah, every character, even, even Robin. And, yes, yeah. I, exactly. Yeah. Even Robin, they tried to keep him light-hearted in, in the show. But he's got some unbelievable quotes as well. Even Flash in Justice League, he's got some amazing ones. I remember one of my favourites that he said was um, they were talking about going down to take out Cadmus because they'd um, hacked into their gun and shot down at the previous Cadmus building to sort of frame them. And Flash turns around to Superman who wants to go and attack Cadmus. He says, Grammy Flash always taught me if you take an eye for an eye, everybody ends up blind and just stuff like that. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Absolutely fantastic. Now, speaking of fantastic, you told me before the show that you got a lot of new figures. Yeah, yeah. Do you care to share with us? Uh, okay, yeah. So, um, so finally got Penguin and Joker, the muscle. You got them? Yeah, yeah, they they arrived tonight. Um, I spent all evening doing pictures of them, and oh god, it was an absolute disaster. But I've managed to get got one picture of Joker, which I'll put on tomorrow. Um, or Dang, today, call when, this, when this goes out, this will be out now today. <laughs> so, um, not to call out my GameStop right now and be like, "Hey, where's my penguin?" 
And no one else is getting them. Uh, Pe- Penguin is brilliant, and <sighs> I was most looking forward to Penguin, but I actually prefer Joker. Joker's really cool. Did you find the secret knife? I did, yes. I remember Ahsoka saying about it. Um, it was at Ahsoka the Geek on Instagram. I remember him. I, I think um, I think he mentioned about it on the on the on the um, on his post. So, uh, but yeah, um, found the secret knife. Yes, hidden away amongst the pins for the <laughs> for the plate that he comes with. That is so awesome. I'm glad you got those. Those are two uh, must-haves for sure. No, I definitely recommend them. I just hope you're better at taking pictures of them than me because I, I, I just can't do it to save my life at the minute. Uh, you're, it's always just rough when you get it first off the bat. It takes always a little warming up to do. Yeah, it's a, it's a really tricky one. I, I think need to wait a little bit for that Mezco uh, Keaton and then... Oh! And then when is that going to go up for order? I know, like they're putting all these figures uh, back so far, and we haven't even got that one yet. I mean, that's, I, you know, no one cares so much about all these exclusives they're doing in three different suits for every figure. Right? Just, just get that Mezco key. He looks, he looks amazing. Yeah, if you want to have a real money maker, throw that up for pre-order. I saw um, a site that you, I know, are closely associated with, which is One Stop Toy Shop. They mm, they yes. said that they're going to be shipping the uh, Joker figure, the Joker Mezco one soon, May to July time. So that's interesting. And then the John Stewart Green Lantern's going to be by August, hopefully. Nice. That'll be that'll be cool to see uh, a lot of people posting those pics. Now, did you just get those Mattel signature ones, or did you get more than that? Um, oh yes, yeah, so I've got the Mattel signature ones, and then got um, a. Uh, Quite a few Jokers, quite literally, from <laughs> Batman Beyond, some Jokers figures. And I was surprised at how big they are, actually. So they're going to fit in with the six-inch line rather than the four-inch ones, which I'm really pleased about because I was hoping to sort of fudge the scale, but I don't really think they're going to have to now because they're going to work well. Um, nice. So that that's pretty cool. Cause, um, I, be, I know I mentioned it, but I've been really watching Batman Beyond and want to really push some Batman Beyond pictures out if I can. Um, because yeah, Batman Beyond's just underappreciated, and really enjoy watching him as a kid. So yeah, I'm gonna definitely do some more Beyond pictures with them. But um, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty much it for for new plastic for me. So, but um, nice. I was wondering what was in, I was wondering what was in that big old box you teased in your story. <laughs> yeah, I've got a fair few boxes there, and uh, the last box I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it as a surprise. There's a little box there for a little accessory I've brought, and um, it was inspired by some of your pictures. So I'm gonna gonna leave that for a surprise and put that up. Oh, now I'm really wondering what this is. <laughs> I'm gonna put that up hopefully sort of mid next week. I'm trying to take a little bit of a break from some animated stuff right now, and hopefully. Um, try and mix it up because the animated stuff at the minute is really starting to dry up so um i think people are getting bored of seeing it so i'm gonna i'm gonna drop that for a while and move into some different stuff for a little bit do you think people are getting bored of seeing justice league picks i think so yeah i, I think you know i've i've sort of taken quite a lot lately so um yeah i'm gonna take a little bit of a break from animated stuff 
temporarily. So we can expect some uh, Marvel photos? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. That's not going to happen. Good. Yeah. But, don't, um, don't change who you are, Scott. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But while I, I, I take a break from the animated photos, I've been definitely enjoying yours. Although, actually, the, my favourite photo isn't actually an animated one that you've done this week. It's the... Because you found a pretty cool, we were talking about earlier, two-faced figure yourself as uh, well this week. Because you're, you're chiming in on the two-faced, which I'm enjoying. Yeah. And I didn't even mean to. It just happened to be a, a <laughs> lucky thing. Uh, this Saturday, my cousin, who's at Venomous on Instagram, Star Wars artist, he was telling me about how much fun it is to go to swap meets and how you could definitely find some some diamonds in the rough for cheap and how he found he was telling me all about his scores he found about he found figures that if you were to try to buy them on ebay they're 50 bucks and he bought them for like five so i was all i was like okay i'll go and found a cool old school kenner tommy lee jones batman forever two-face for only a quarter and it's in nice condition that's that's insane that is and I was like, I gotta get this. I was like, I could fudge the scale. It's only like a three, three quarter, four inch figure. Yeah, it's like, it, yeah, exactly. Like a close up shot, two face with Batman in the backdrop, or like you yeah. did when you sort of did. So how did you do it? Did you photo, did you Photoshop him in? No, that's a just. I just did a uh, forced perspective where I had him oh, more. Close to the camera. Yeah, I had to watch a few videos a little bit on like Lord of the Rings stuff to get the gist of it. But it was actually fun to learn something new while trying to make it work. That's awesome because that's something that um, you probably get this. So when you put a figure really close, you can't sort of make both of them look sharp if one of them's further away. But you manage yeah, to get Batman to look pretty sharp and in focus. I'll tell you my secret. <laughs> oh, okay, my cool. secret is, is if you have portrait mode on your camera, or on your phone, uh, usually it takes two photos. One, which is like, uh, it focuses on the what you put the focus on, and the rest is blurry. And then the second one is everything is sharp. So I did the portrait mode, and luckily the one where it's supposed to be everything sharp turned out pretty decent, like you said. So I went with that. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, the fourth perspective thing was funny. I couldn't believe that it, it turned out looking all right. That's fantastic. Uh, really impressed with that. That's awesome because I thought you'd perhaps photoshopped him in or something. I thought about it for sure. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's freaking awesome. Yeah, it's uh, if I was surprised with how good uh, in shape the figure was for how old it was and it was just yeah. loose. No that's, jacked that's, up paint. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, so if you guys are near a swap meet or something, definitely go check it out because I'm sure you might find some diamonds in the rough. There was even the old Kenner, Mr. Freeze and stuff, but they de- they weren't in good condition at all. <laughs> so I didn't go for those. Uh, the, um, I was well, mentioning uh, some of your pictures. The the one that you p- recently put on um, yesterday, which was the Return of the Joker's picture with Robin. That's ah, yes. Unreal, that one. Absolutely unreal. That one I took a lot of time to do because I just... I. I think that, like you were talking about a little earlier, Batman Beyond is very underrated, and uh, this movie is extremely underrated. And it's just now, I think, starting to get 
recognized for how good it is more and more. But I didn't even watch this movie till years after it came out, just because like, oh, I've seen Batman Beyond. Like, it's not, it does not like Batman the animated series. And yeah. Then once I saw it, I was like, what the heck was I thinking? Not watching this for so long. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, I love that movie. So I wanted to make sure I did it justice. And if I, someone needs to make a customized Tim Drake Joker Jr. It's like it's one of the coolest little like things from the movie. Why gotta make it at least a customized? I'm surprised Zulu hasn't made it. Oh, I'd love to see that. We really need some more Batman Beyond villains. I'm hoping to try and address that over time, (laughs) but we'll see. But yeah, we we definitely need some Batman Beyond villains because there's just nothing out there. You can't do pick. That's the trouble, isn't it, with Batman Beyond? Like. Although the thing is that, I mean, you can definitely relate to this because the um, the Total Heroes Ultra one, like that's one of the best figures that we probably both own. But it's yep. so hard to do pictures of them because there's no, I don't know, there's no villains out there. I mean, there's only so many Return of the Joker shots and things that, that we can do with them. Yeah, you're right. It stinks. nothing out there at all. It makes me wish I kept my Burger King... Uh... Toys with Batman Beyond, so I could have the ink and all that. Oh yeah, and the really fat Derek Powers. Yes, puffy Powers. But uh, puffy Powers. <laughs> oh, puffy Powers, love it. But yeah, yeah. I was, someone needs to get on making some more Batman Beyond villains. He was the first Powerpuff before they were even Powerpuff. Even around. Um, oh, brilliant! I love it. Um. But I'm looking at some other pictures that you've done. You recently did a Clock King picture. So now um, the obvious question would be, how the bloody hell did you get that jacket to look <laughs> exactly like the, the, the guy from the, the show? I remember you once said that you took the um, the piece out of a clock and used it for his, um, his sort of cane. Is that what you did again with this? Yes. And it's actually the clock that's in the back. It's in the clock that's in the background of the picture. So you literally defaced the clock. Yes. <laughs> but oh, what I did for the jacket was I uh, took him outside, the brother figure. I got it in a good lighting where I could uh, take the picture and Photoshop it out, or it's just the figure. And then what I did was change on the on my camera, too. Just not, There's nothing on the laptop. None of my editing is ever on a laptop computer. It's all on the phone. And I just changed the hue until it looked like it was a brown and of course that changes the face and everything but then what i do is i make a duplicate of the picture before i change the hue and just photoshop the face out at normal color and cover over the because i think his skin turns blue and so then i just cover it with the normal skin and then go from there that's why his gloves stay green because I, it'd be too much work if i tried to edit those out and put them on oh, the gloves are no big deal anyway that looks it looks fantastic that's the only way I could get around not painting or having to buy one and jack it up. <laughs> yeah, like it, it is a pain and it's tedious as well, isn't it? Sometimes doing the painting, unless you're full on customizer like Renke Customs or Zulu. Uh, yeah, because sometimes even besides your. Or 37 Customs, someone like that, you, you really don't have that time to do it as well. Yeah, and even besides like your best intentions, and maybe you might be. You might be skilled at painting regular, so you still can make it look janky and jacked up because 
I just don't know how like those people that you just mentioned do it sometimes. It just mm-hmm. looks straight up factory made. Yeah, it, it is honestly crazy. Like, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, it's uh, hopefully we get a Clock King figure. We get a little announcement this summer. Oh, I'd love that. Clock King, perhaps lock up. At least like a rogues pack. Give us a pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope they display the um, the GCPD rogues pack. Or they redisplay them and they've got just just to kind of show what they're intending to do with them. Because I know they've said they're going to do new paint jobs and different articulation, perhaps. So it'd be interesting yeah, to see got... them redisplay them and if they're going to change things. They got the double knee. Yeah, I would love that. The double knee, the better articulated arms, and uh, the pivots on the legs as well, because Mr. Freezer paying for that, and Poison Ivy. Yeah. She's, she's just got... I remember you saying Batman's got concave feet. She's, I don't know what her feet are. <laughs> uh, ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it'll be definitely cool to see what they got, what they've tinkered with, because, yeah, Mr. Freeze definitely needs it. Yeah, he really does. Plus, his tubing's starting to break on mine, so I need to, I need to buy a few updates. <laughs> and they need to address his hat as well, Wait, his sort of shield dome on his head, because it, it, that is just so poorly fitted on the first one. Yeah, that's another good point. And they need to make it shorter as well. Yeah, it is way long. A lot of headspace. So they they nailed it on the new adventures one, and then not that one. They just kind of oh, we got some extra material. We'll chuck it in. Yeah, let's not waste the plastic. <laughs> but then uh, I don't know. Is, is there are there any new DC figures coming out uh, soon? Um, unless Mezco get their arse in gear, I don't think we're going to see too much um, from them. But I I know that the Mafex Bruce Wings b- both came out recently. Ah, yes, yeah. Lewis got fucking to killer shots on. Yeah, he's got the. I don't know if he's got the Christian Bale one, but he, we've seen the Ben Affleck one. Yeah, I think he's planning to get the Bale one at some point. Nice. But the Affleck be, one, yeah, amazing. That'll be exciting. Yeah, he did a really good job posing the Ben one yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I love that pose. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> Uh, and then he also, uh, he also got bit by the Mafex quality control. Oh God, yeah, Mafex, Jesus, they really are so shoddy at times. Um, it's his hand peg broke, didn't it? Off, off his, I think it's his right hand. Sorry, his left hand. As yeah, his left hand, um, it's fallen off. Um, that's, I mean, it, it, it's so bad. I genuinely don't know how they get past QC sometimes, and. Uh, it isn't We're just Mayfax, I should say. DC Collectibles can be equally as guilty at times. And and Mezco as well, which you've experienced. So, We're all about impartialness on, on this podcast, so we've got to, we've got to, <laughs> we have to mention that too. I just don't understand how Mayfix thinks that they could charge over 100 bucks for some of these figures. Yeah, it's, it is crazy. I mean, um, for that to happen, they're pretty poor. <laughs> And still, I have been on the hunt the past four days all over Southern California, not just in Lancaster. I've been in Torrance. I've been in Valencia. I've been in L.A. I have not seen one DC multiverse. Really? They just don't exist. 
Not even the Shazam ones. Well, I've seen those, but I mean, those are just, those are in abundance. That's mad. Yeah. Even I've seen a plenty of Dr. Savannah, and he, I thought he was going to be tougher to find. No way. That's yeah. Crazy. And then there's also another figure that I've been looking for just because I, I, I know it's going to be extremely rare and a lot of people are going to hunt for it. Do you know what it is? It's a Marvel figure. Oh, no. Oh, dear. It's the Captain America with with Thor's hammer. Oh, I see. Yes, I did see um, a picture of that figure. People are are buying that and it's already going on. Like, people are scalping it for over $100 and people are going after it. Yes, yeah. Could you believe that? Unbelievable. That's uh but I I can't kinda it's one of those ones where it's gonna be so rare you kinda just wanna do it for the thrill of the hunt. <laughs> I still wanna hit him over the head with that hammer to be honest, but <laughs> well, it'd be fun to have Batman in some pictures with the hammer. <laughs> Batman is still beating with a couple of batarangs and uh he's worthy. Bits. <laughs> other than that, I don't I don't see too many uh, new DC figures coming out. I don't know when the new DC no. Essentials are coming out. I think it's yeah, we'll be- I think it's all gone all gone a little bit quiet ahead of uh, Comic Con, and then it all go nuts again. I think. I'm hoping that like the the newest wave of DC animated figures are released a little bit early. I'm hoping that near the end of June they decide to release the Bat Pod. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, that they would be a lot of fun. They need to get that thing out as soon as they can. But yeah, like you said, it's gone very quiet before all the all the big hubbub of Comic Con. <laughs> Comic Con is going to be nuts. Hopefully, we got lots of new reveals and figures. Yeah, it's definitely more entertaining on Instagram during Comic Con time. Oh, it is. I remember last year, it, it was all going. It's all going berserk. Oh, yeah, seeing all the figures that we just got now. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it, thinking that we're going to be getting reveals for figures that we won't see for a year. It's very strange. Just get us all hyped for it. It's like we're basically waiting for a movie, seeing a movie trailer. It is, actually, it is. And yet, still in that time, Mezco haven't released half of the stuff they had from the previous one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're still working from 2017's Comic Con. It's actually crazy that they genuinely are. It's crazy. Uh, oh, very bizarre. Now what else is crazy is Instagram algorithms. Yes. What say you to that? Um, I'm I'm getting bored of Instagram. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm seriously getting bored of it. Um, not seeing people's stuff every day, and um. I don't know. I feel like Instagram is strangling some accounts. Really, it, I'm just getting bored of Instagram as, as a whole. To be honest, I don't say that it makes me sad. It makes me feel like you're not going to post anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe two a days. Um, getting a bit excessive. I might have to down it to one a day, or just take a break for a little bit or something and carry on with the weekend theme. Something like that. I'm not too sure, but. 
Um, I'm just getting bored of it, to be honest. Really, really bored. Scott, no. Well, hopefully if you do take like a little break or just slow down, maybe the inspiration will come back. And, <laughs> oh, for sure. Being... God, yeah. I mean, I, you know, toy photographers love doing it. It's, it's awesome. And um, getting inspired by everybody around you is great. But that's the problem, Mike. Even when you're not seeing people's posts, I mean, there are ways to beat the algorithm. It's just the fact that you have to go out of your way to beat the algorithm, which is just an absolute piss take, but it is what it is, I suppose. It's the same for everybody, so. Um, but yeah, yeah, how do you feel about the algorithm? I think it sucks. Mm. And I think, I I mean, I wish Instagram at least gave some guidelines or said something like, hey, this is this is what we're looking for. This is what uh these are the hashtags at work this is what like we're not looking for and that kind of thing you know what i mean yeah. and like I, can you just be upfront too that you're like shadow banning some people and like some people aren't are able to see some people's posts in some cases till unless they straight up go straight to their profile like you could see a post two days from someone you're like holy crap i, I didn't even see this this is supposed to be two days ago yeah yeah exactly and then not only do you feel bad for missing it, but you're like, man, I hope they didn't think I intentionally was like not liking that. I just didn't see it. Mm. Yeah, I know some of Martha's mentioned, he mentioned to me that he, he hadn't been seeing any of um, of my stuff. I've been seeing less of his stuff. So like, for example, every time I wake up in the morning, I'll probably see about five posts and that's it. That That's all. You can see that it's been overnight. Oh, you've been asleep for eight hours. What the hell has Instagram been doing for that time to only see like five pictures? And you just think oh, that's not right. Yeah, that does not make any sense. Yeah, even if you follow like I don't know a hundred people, you're going to see more than five posts overnight. If people are living in America and stuff, it's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And uh, I've seen people like um, I know Blaine had this problem. And um, I want to make sure I get the right account name. Um, I think it's the Dark Knight 382. He's been banned um, from liking things. And Blaine had this as well, as I say, which is just ridiculous. Why are you banning people from liking posts when the whole point um, (laughs) of Instagram is to go out and check out other people's work and like other people's work? It's just absolutely baffling. That makes no sense. Yeah, it's just just stupid. Oh, my gosh. You know what else is stupid and makes no sense? Oh, uh, what's that? People stealing other people's pictures. And ah, posting them. This has been a big problem lately, yeah. With no credit. And not only that, no apology. And on top of it being flippant and very arrogant. Absolutely, yeah. What say you to that? Um, I think it, it's ridiculous. Now I'm gonna find the account name. Yeah, I don't remember it offhand. <laughs> um, definitely. But we, gonna... do, we do want to say it out loud. Absolutely, yeah. Where where are we looking? Oh, the Nero. It was on Neronian story. I'm gonna have to to, um, to try and find it to find. Let me see if I have it on my screenshots. <laughs> but yeah, so essentially, what. Um, we're talking about is um, there is a a site a page going around. Sorry, that is um, I've seen Lewis's pictures on there and I've seen Neronian's pictures on there, 
where they are. Um, now, figure fan Nate. And oh, Nate as well. Yeah, definitely. So they, I, I know it's happened to both of us as well before these sort of similar accounts. They'll create them, share different people's work uh, for a certain amount of time, then delete the posts, do the same thing again to just gain likes and, and followers, followers. And, and then they yeah. can just rename it to whatever they like and sell the account to people. And they're using our work to to make themselves money, basically, in popularity with no credit. The exact same sort of hashtags, the robotic sort of caption. <laughs> um, it's incredibly frustrating and really annoying. And then, like you say, being flippant about the post. Yeah, because ridiculous. Uh, Nate shared a screenshot of him, the the guy messaging him. And threatening Nate, like, you better stop it or it's not going to be good for you. It's like, what? You're stealing from the guy, then you're threatening him, saying it's not going to go well for him? Like, what? (laughs) That makes no sense. That's hilarious. Embarrassing. It's like a cop arresting you and be like, you don't want to do this, man. Yeah, it's embarrassing. (laughs) It's genuinely embarrassing. I don't understand. I really don't. Yeah, so I mean, when you on top of that, it's like we, we've talked to Nate before. We've heard the process of like what goes into his photos and how much work he does, and yeah, yeah. and that uh, he actually like puts a lot of time into like making the lighting cool and the setup. And this guy just like you said, rips it off, posts it, posts it up there with some generic hashtags, and no, then it, yeah. claims it for himself and. And he's like going to be gaining all this clout and stuff because he's probably also buying likes and followers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he just has no conscience. That's a, it. Uh, it stinks. Absolutely horrendous. The, the makes, worst kind of Instagram account. Yeah. Then on top of the algorithm, it's like it just makes it impossible for people to find the true artist or to find the that kind of talent in general. Yeah. Exactly. You got people out there that put so much effort. And time into the pictures, and you got an absolute moron like this guy <laughs> going around just hashtagging and all these crappy things and stealing other people's work for his, his own gain. Honestly, it just makes me sick. It's such an absolute scumbag. I mean, all credit to uh, Nate, Lewis, and Jesse, though, too. Those they he did steal some pretty epic looking pics. Yeah, very, very good pictures. I mean, it, it, it's sort of the most backhanded compliment you can get yeah. from it. But Exactly. Um, yeah. Speaking of backhanded compliments. Yes. You think one would be the Joker remembering your name? And, and, and also we're owing the Joker a favor as well. That's not, that's never good. No, that's probably the dumbest thing one could do outside of stealing from someone. And then flipping him off while you drive. That's, <laughs> that's, not, that's not smart. No. But it is not unfortunately the fate that befell, that befell uh, a Mr. C. Collins. Yes, old Charlie, old Chuck. Old Chuckers. And Chuckers, yes. <laughs> and the day we are reviewing a... It's probably uh, one of the most fun Joker episodes and also the most sinister as well. It is Joker's yeah. favorite. What is your initial, uh, what's your initial thoughts and memories of this episode? Every time I hear Joker's favorite, I just hear that, that music. 
Um, <laughs> from the intro, I just find it absolutely hilarious. I, I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. Exactly that. I, mean, I love that music. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, and you instantly sort of get the, the title card of Joker grinning and the picture of the family pinned on it. You just know it's one of them. I know I remember saying it about um, The Last Laugh when you see that big floating pile of garbage. You see that title card and you think, oh, God, what's he up to now? What, what's, yeah. he gonna, what's he going to be doing next? Yeah, and even the title card says so much about uh, just that. It's a silhouette of the Joker's head and you can tell he's smiling. And the and picture is shadowing the family. Yeah, it's, it's on his mind. It's never left his mind. It's just like perfect. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a fantastic as, title see, as we'll see pretty soon, like Joker, did, as, as Charlie thought he got away and he, he Joker was, he was on him the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is just Joker. It's perfect. It reminds me it's a lot typical, of like typical Dark Knight stuff. Like how <laughs> it's just tedious planning. You think he's playing dumb or you think he's he's gone? No, he's got everything figured out. <laughs> so yeah, really is. besides the, the wonderful intro music, that's just a cool whistle that's just very lighthearted, which is the opposite of the story. And we get to see old Charlie Collins uh, driving on the freeway, and he's uh, you could tell he's downtrodden and that he's living uh, the very uh, a rat, a rat race kind of existence, just going to work, you know, probably working his butt off and not getting uh, acknowledged <laughs> or getting the credit he deserves. And he's just on the freeway in traffic, and uh, a car cuts him off, and that just kind of uh, puts him over the edge. Mm. He tries to catch up to this car, and he uh, he starts uh, giving him the the old what for, and shaking his fist at him. <laughs> <laughs> and we see in like a slow a slow turn and grin of a very familiar and recognizable smile, and it is the Joker himself. <laughs> and then we see Charlie's face turn almost as white and pale as Joker's once he realizes who he. <laughs> Who he was telling off That's and a great off. It. <laughs> and he just and he just like starts talking to himself again out loud as he drives away, trying to get out of uh, just create some distance between them. He's like, I just uh, I just cursed out and flipped off the joke. It's how he it's how he like shrugs down in his seat. Yeah, just <laughs> absolutely brilliant. That's so true. He just oh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably exactly what his stomach did and his heart did too. Just he's just like crawling up his own ass into his own seat. <laughs> really, really afraid of like what he's just he's like, oh god. Uh, that's so funny. And then as he's trying to get away, he he realizes that Joker's on his tail, and he tries to do some shifty maneuvering. That's <laughs> when you see Joker waving in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, in the rear mirror, just calm as can be. And uh, Charlie, he goes off road eventually, actually going off an exit, and he uh, he crashes his car, and well, yeah, and he tries to run away, but uh, he doesn't get too far. And the Joker throws him a couple of pennies and says, "Here's your two cents. Now, what were you going to do to me again?" <laughs> and uh, 
basically Charlie's just needs a new pair of pants and he's begging and pleading for the Joker not to do anything for him, saying he has a family and he'll do anything. And at that, the Joker's like, anything, huh? And <laughs> from that moment on, uh, Charlie owes uh, the Joker a favor, basically selling his soul, as it yes. were. Yeah. <laughs> he might as well. Yeah, and that's basically the end of Act One. No, what do you think of that? A brilliant. I don't, one of my favorite lines is, it's like you can't curse at people on the freeway. It's simply not polite. Oh yes, that's always a classic. <laughs> yeah, I think this this whole opening is just so perfect and classic, and one of, easily one of the best parts of the episode. Yeah, and, and we're only a few minutes in. It's like when he gets out his wallet, and he's just like, "Oh, I, I don't have much cash." And he's like, "Oh, I he's not interested in cash." He says, "What a psycho he is." <laughs> Yeah, he's the Joker. He's not interested. Yeah, not not interested at all in any of that stuff. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we'll we'll go into the act two where we are flash forward a, a couple years later, two as I think, and then um, we see that Charlie is he's a little older and he's gone to yeah. witness protection. Yes. Yeah. He's playing catch with his son, I believe, and he get his wife calls him, says he has a phone call, and it is it is Mr. J. <laughs> it's Joker. Mr. J's returned. Yes, and what what is what is his name changed? Uh, his name is Charlie. Charlie. Uh, I have got it written down here. Don Wallace. Oh yeah, Don. Good old Don. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then uh, I guess uh, because he calls Charlie because he knows that Commissioner Gordon is getting an award, yes, of some sort. And he wants to uh, make sure that he he does the proper thing that any villain in Gotham should do and wreak havoc on it. Yes. And yeah. He enlists Char. He wants. That's why he's calling Charlie, and he makes sure that he gets him on a flight to come see him. And uh, mm-hmm. that's from where the story really gets going. And also a big episode. That's the first ever episode of Harley Quinn, in it, yes. which is uh, which is just enormous to see her for the first time. Even though she's uh, she not has Harley Quinn for the for a lot of the episode, but she's still um, a key part of it. And I also love when um, the commission finds out that he's getting this testimony that Bullock is encouraging him to go, not because he deserves it, but because he wants a free spread. <laughs> Which is uh, yes. typical Harvey Bowler. Yeah, probably also it would save him money on the rent that he doesn't pay his landlord. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I mean, Harley Quinn didn't end up becoming popular at all from this episode. Yes. She she's not very no, in mean, fact, uh actually we heard news that the new series starts in the fall of this year, so that'd be cool. Oh, that's gonna be interesting, yeah, to see how that goes. Oh, hopefully it's cool, yeah. Anyway, it all started here, as Scott said. So, now, uh, Scott, you take it from here. Okay, sure. So, um, yeah, so we see Harley for the first time in some Joker's hideout, and um, the Joker's pretty pissed when he finds out about the commissioner's testimonial because he, of Joker being Joker, feels like he deserves some credit towards that. He feels like nobody's... Um, you know, given more for the police to do than me in Gotham, so it's because of me, of this, and then 
he gets always. He's got a point. He has, yeah. And uh, Holly starts giving him a round of applause, and his thugs are uh, somewhat encouraged to join in. Oh, I love that. Um, and as you say, Jekyll gives Mr. Collins a call, or Mr. Wallace as he is now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what makes me laugh is how, as he's doing it, Joker's getting a haircut and uh, he's talking. Oh, yeah. He tells Harley in no uncertain terms to leave the sideburns in. And uh, That's his he yeah, he doesn't <laughs> want those messed with. Um, That's cool that she's a barber too, saved him some money. Yeah. Joker, oh, he's a, he's a clever man, that Joker. <laughs> he knows um, what he's doing. But yeah, so Joker gets him back into Gotham and uh, Harley picks him up from the airport, takes him to Joker. And uh, what makes me laugh is he treats it like it's a, a proper big like sort of reunion. Oh, we, we just meet this guy and we, having been flipped off by him on the freeway. <laughs> and he, he acts like, oh, Joker's it's been... It's been too long. It's like you know, lost some weight and some hair too. <laughs> that that is my absolute favorite line of the whole episode because he just delivers it so funny. He does, yeah. And like they're best friends, and Charlie's just sitting there stiff as a board. Like <laughs> Joker's just full on hilarious about this whole episode. Um, <laughs> uh, and he just sort of explains the plan, which is all he's got to do is uh, open the door when it gets knocks on. And like Harley That's and all you wanted me to do? Yeah, he's, he's, he's surprised by it. He's like, oh man, you really are crazy. <laughs> but Charlie is not impressed by flying all the way to Gotham to open a door. Um, well, look at the size of that door, man. She's got it all by herself. <laughs> uh, poor Charlie. Uh, he, he's not been dealt with a good hand in life, as Charlie. No. But it's uh, what goes from there, Scott. Okay, yeah. So we head straight over to the commissioner's testimonial, um, and Bruce is there, sort of congratulating Gordon, saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, I can't stay for the uh, the dinner." Predictably, Bruce has to get away to uh, indulge in his alter ego. Yes, <laughs> Gordon wishes he was his going with him as well. Also fun to note, I but bet. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Charlie's sort of getting ready to. Um, swoop into action, as it were, and he he sort of he knows it's going to be an absolute disaster, and uh, he wants to get Batman's attention, which he manages to do by swinging some sort of sculpture around in the uh, um, in this sort of like art room and um, shining a light through it, and then Alfred um, notices it in his rearview mirror of the car. He's saying, "Oh, sir, I didn't... he got lucky there." He did, yeah. It's a good job, Alfred. So, yeah, very sort of got an astute eye. He notices that um, it's in his uh, review mirror of the car. Um, so, at me immediately, Bruce knows something's not quite right. And then at that point, we see Charlie um, opening the door, and in comes Harley with this big cake <laughs> um, bursting through. I love it how Bullock gets his foot uh, trampled yes. on by Holly's cane as well. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Bullock just can't resist the pig saying, asking about Harley if she wants to read him his rights. This <laughs> <laughs> is always funny. I wonder if that's the part where she recalls later in episodes uh, serving him a subpoena. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Brilliant. 
But yeah, so she brings in this cake. And uh yeah, so immediately uh we know something's not quite right. She starts I can't remember the exact words that she says, but she gives up some rhyme, doesn't she, to the commissioner? Yes. I don't recall it either. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't remember the words, but um, after she says it, she sort of blows this whistle and um, all this gas starts coming out of the, the candles, isn't it, that comes out of in the, uh, yes. in the place and, and makes everybody freeze, which is uh, really, really Eerie. weird. It, yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's incredibly strange. It's almost like it's kind of similar to the '89 movie, really, with when all the gas comes out and that makes everybody pass out. It's a similar sort of feel with with it being a public place, and that. Yeah, where they, it's even creepier because they could like move their eyes. Yeah, that is weird. So they they're conscious and know what's going on, but they just can't move. <laughs> That's a pretty, pretty incredible <laughs> gas. Leave it to the joke. <laughs> Um, and then Joker, as you mentioned, bursts out of the top of the cake after. Um, and then Charlie realises something's not right when he, he can't take his hand off the uh, the door handle because it's glued on. As ever, the Joker. Uh, he got got. The, yeah, the Joker. Not quite. Yeah, revealing his full plan. Yeah. And he says, um, all he needs me to do is... Uh, Open a door and then I could go home. And he goes, Yeah, I didn't say alive, did I? <laughs> Typical Joker. Oh, little did I know. And that's, uh, that's the end of the little cake scene, which is quite a fun scene, actually. It is a very fun scene. That's uh, uh this is probably this is one of the earlier episodes that I've, uh, that I recall seeing as well. Mm. And I always remember being very freaked out as a younger child by the, like what we talked about, the freezing scene. Mm, that is such a weird scene. But it's also hilarious where Joker just pops out of the cake and blows the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that then Joker pops out with his, uh, with the bomb that he's got in his, his, in his pocket as well and puts it on the commissioner as like some sort of um, medal or something. And he's like, this is from all my friends who are 25 to life. Yeah, it's, That's funny. it's a very cool-looking Joker uh, sculpted face, too. Yeah, it is. I wish we got that accessory real thing, but that'd be cool. Yeah, I wonder if he does his own sculpting. Mm, that'd be that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, before the, before the bomb goes off, Batman gets there, of course, and he uh, he was able to heed Charlie's sign, grabs the bomb, he gets it outside, it explodes. Batman's able to get Charlie free of the hand glue. And, uh, and as he's doing it, he explains what he's doing there and that he's not actually a bad guy and that the Joker was stalking him, even calling him his hobby, yeah. just watching him. So <laughs> so Batman, Batman knows he's not actually like a henchman and he doesn't have to pummel him. Yeah. <laughs> Then uh, as Batman goes through trying to look for the Joker, (laughs) he has a run-in with Harley and two thugs where he takes care of the thugs pretty easy. And you you want to go ahead and describe the... the I love it because the way Batman gets the bomb out is by grappling it out of the room. And what what Batman doesn't realize is he blows up Joker's getaway vehicle doing it. 
So then when the Joker yeah. goes to the window, and he, he's like, come on, let's get in the truck. He looks at it, and he's like, ooh, we'll tough it out here. I love that, because like, he, he knows instantly he's screwed. Um, but it's just the way he delivers it. It's just funny. You'd have to, for anyone listening, that you've got to watch it to to know, because it's so funny the way he delivers that line. Mark Hamill's just in, in fine form with this episode. Indeed, um, yes. And I feel like this episode, does... we properly get to see his confidence as the Joker. Because you, like, you can tell like the last laugh was sort of a first footing for him. And then now he's really getting his stride as the Joker. And everything's just sounds so off the cuff. Um, but yes, as That's you say, uh, Batman fights off thugs. He hardly tries to convince him that you know, she's some lonely young girl that's been picked up by the Joker. <laughs> and, and then he... he Batman just doesn't fall for it, just handcuffs it straight away. Um, yeah. and she's not very convincing. She is not very convincing at all, no. Batman doesn't fall for that, any of that crap. Um, so yeah, the Joker then runs off and uh, Batman uh, kind of slowly follows him because he's, he, as well, we'll find out as the scene goes on. So then Charlie Collins uh, sees Joker in an alleyway as Joker tries to exit and Collins this time has finally snapped and he's had enough um, going right sort of back to a, a mirror image of the, the start of the episode where Collins is finally fed up and he starts to fight the Joker um, and the Joker's annoyed and all of a sudden Charlie Collins picks out a bomb and the uh, Joker absolutely craps himself yeah Charlie almost turns into the Joker. Yeah, he's like, oh, Charlie, Charlie, you've had a busy day. <laughs> and, he start, he's, and he starts shouting for Batman, and he's really worried by it. And, uh, yeah, Charlie's got this sinister grin, like he's snapped. Yeah, he's it's really like a role reversal. Time up. <laughs> um... <laughs> Almost in this episode, we have a few more. A yes. Few more to go, almost. But yeah, so um, Collins wants revenge on the Joker, and Joker sort of begging him and shouting for Batman. Um, and then Batman appears in the shadows. He's like, Oh, Batman, how long have you been there? He's like, Long enough. <laughs> He's like, Put the bomb down, Charlie. Yeah, and then at this, point, the, the, at this point, the bomb goes off. And it always is just uh, like a. I don't know, like a party pooper sort of thing. Yeah. He goes everywhere. The streamer. And the Joker isn't impressed. And it even makes Batman laugh. Which is rare. Which is rare. And also very weird as well, hearing Batman laugh. Unless you're watching Justice League, the movie. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so... Yeah, that's the end of it. Yes, that's uh, the end of the episode. Batman telling Collins to go home. Um, to, go, to live life as a different man. But th- th- this episode is just so good. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, funny what episode. Would you, what would you rank it? Um, I'm going to give this one. It's always one that I look forward to the most. And going back, always, always think about... Oh, I can't wait to get to this episode. So I'm going to go for. Oh, this is tricky. A nine out of ten, I'm going to say. Nice. 
Yeah, I'm going to go for a 9 out of 10. Really, really love this episode. It's so good. And like, like I say, one of the, the favourites that I really look forward to uh, going back and rewatching. How about you? I'm going to go ahead and give it a 9 too. Yes, love it. Not a 9.2, a 9 also. Yeah, <laughs> we've, had, we've had two brilliant episodes in the last ones with Clayface and uh, Joker one. Yeah, and I definitely think not only is, like you pointed out, Mark Hamill in fine form and just delivers some brilliant lines that are hilarious, <laughs> but also it's the the for the beginning of Harley Quinn, and now she's like more popular than ever. And yes. Huge part of the Batman mythos. Yeah, it makes it iconic, doesn't it, this episode, for that reason. Yeah, and it's also uh, just the whole Charlie Collins storyline is just hilarious. <laughs> Especially the ending. It really is. So, it's a solid episode through and through and gave birth to a, a character that is iconic now. Absolutely. And not to mention you could watch it over and over and never get tired of it. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. It's an amazing, uh, amazing episode. Everything about it just it's got it's got humor, it's got darkness, it's got Batman being awesome and Joker. Tons being of characters. Yeah, tons of characters like Bullock Montoya in it. Yeah. As well. So, yeah, Commissioner, of course, loads of characters. So, it is a, a buffet for a Batman fan. <laughs> Quite literally for the Commissioner. Yes. Free spread. Free spread, yeah. Well, yeah. It never goes down badly in Bullock's book. <laughs> you probably were still eating, even though people were running from the bomb. <laughs> now, you uh, you have a a big guest information for us. Yes. Okay. So the, our guest this week is uh, someone that I've followed for a while, um, and someone I've been really inspired by. Is he's a hot toy photographer, and uh, well, I should rephrase that. He's an amazing hot toy photographer. Um, I definitely feel like he doesn't get the credit he deserves for his work. Um, he's also from the UK. So that's pretty nice, and uh, predominantly a DC guy as well. He does um, he does quite do quite a few Marvel shots too. So definitely looking forward to seeing DC v Marvel um, with him, which is going to be fun. But uh, he is at King Nemorius seven six one on Instagram, and I'm really excited, really really excited to have him on the show. Um, I think he's uh, an absolutely awesome guy. I know he's looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, I know you're looking forward to it too, Tyler. Oh, yeah. he. I've been following him for a long time as well, and he he takes brilliant shots, and especially some of his uh, Hot Toy Thanos shots look like they're from the movie. Yes, they do. Which is, uh, it's okay that they're Marvel. I still enjoyed the movie. <laughs> yes. But especially his nightmare Batman photos. Holy crap. Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I love everything. the nightmare pictures he does. And he even makes the Wonder Woman figure look like it, it's very articulated and fluid, which I feel like for a Hot Toys figure, a lot of people struggle with that. You can really tell that he puts effort in with the hair as well. I see a lot of people that don't sort of groom the hair on that Wonder Woman figure, but he really does put all the attention into it, which is fantastic. Yeah, this will it'll definitely be a very fun time picking his brain. And he he also um, 
<clears throat> did a, a spectacular shot of when Superman was resurrected and used the Terminator body with the the Superman head. I mean that that got a massive reaction. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, sorry, talking about that for you. Nice. This is going to be a a blast. It's always fun, especially talking to hot toy photographers and hearing the uh, different challenges they face. Yeah, I mean, such a, a, a contrast. I mean, that's also why I was looking forward to having him on because um, our last three guests have all been in different scales, and that's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, it's always fun messing around with different scales. Absolutely, yeah. And we like, I got crazy response for a, a figure that cost a quarter and it's four inches. <laughs> yes, yeah. So it, it's and maybe it like six inches. Yeah, and they like the Beast Kingdom ones. You could fudge those. If you, if you, if there's a will, there's a way. Oh, absolutely. Like you yeah. can make you made the you have those old uh, Mattel Justice League ones, and I'm sure you get you'll be able to fit those in and fudge the scale on those. I've done it once with Despero. I remember when I got Hulk Girl and Lantern at first, and um, I had to do a shot of them in Despero because I feel like that's the. I mean, if you want a, an episode that epitomizes their relationship watch the Despero episode with uh, Hearts and Minds and that's uh, that's that, that was one that I've fudged the scale with I've done it with Dark Side as well a few times and Mongol as is there, well Is there a cheetah picture on the way? So I did a cheetah picture and I'm not going <laughs> to lie it was absolute garbage it was awful <sighs> so I, I deleted it um, I, I did delete it I need to try and figure it out but like I say, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit now with the animated stuff, so I'm going to try and... Well, yeah, I've, got loads of animated, I've got loads of animated Never. pictures ready, but I'm just going to take a break from it for a while. So, Well, not for a while, for about well, maybe a week or so. It's going to be... Uh, I'm going to just be sad and cry. <laughs> I probably will snap eventually. Of course, we've got the Two-Face theme coming, so there'll be some animated pictures in that. How can there not be? And that's a beautiful figure, so that'll be fun. To see. Yeah, it's going to be. And it's a good excuse to use him because I, I had a real creative block with him. So, yeah, been forced to use him. So that's good fun. Well, I am. I'm very, I think that that was a, a fun episode to talk about and review. It was fun. Uh, just bashing Instagram and its algorithm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Gotta love that. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing this two face weekend theme as well as talking to our, our guest King Am- Amorius yes I, I hope we're saying it right <laughs> I'm sure we are but yeah thank you guys for listening hope you guys enjoyed as well and we hope that you enjoy the guest I'm sure it's going to be a blast and uh, yeah we'll see you on the other side hey this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram also co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And a lot of times people ask me, where do I get my figures or what method do I prefer to go about getting my action figures? And I tell them the best, easiest way that I know of is going through BigBadToyStore.com. They usually have all the newest things in stock. They have things that you can pre-order ahead of time so you don't miss out on the opportunity of having them. They also have figures from years ago that usually tend to be at a good price. 
and figures that are hard to find that you may need for your collection. So if you need to get a figure of any kind, any brand, then I would check BigBadToyStore.com. BigBadToyStore.com. Go check them out today. Hello and welcome to the guest portion of DC Figures and Collectibles. And we have a big one here for you today. Not only because the scale that he collects is of the hot toy variety, but because he is a fantastic photographer. He has a, if you just look at his page, uh, you would definitely tell that he has uh, a lot of skill. And we, I want to let Scott do a little bit more in introducing him because it's a, his invite. Well, I've got to say, um, our guest today is uh, an unbelievable photographer. It comes to sort of angles, lighting, um, capturing the, the sort of essence of the character. Um, if we've got a Hot Toys collector that I've got a huge amount of respect for because he uses so many different types of backgrounds and so many different types of, of figures as well. You know, it's not like it's... Uh, it's not like us where we're all boring, we all go DC. So I like to, <laughs> to mix it up, there's a, a bit of everything in there, a bit of Marvel, I'm reluctant to say. But uh, no, I've I seriously got a huge respect for your page, and you are one of the, the, um, the you best introduce him. photographers that I that I follow, and uh, our guest today is at King Nemorius. <laughs> right. On Instagram. <laughs> I'm speechless now. I can't really follow that introduction. <laughs> oh, the only but, better thing we could have had is if we had a drum roll. We should have had a drum roll. No, no, no. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. Nice to be here. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. It no, really no, no worries. Laugh. No worries. Oh, it's good. Now, the, the sad thing is we're going to have to disregard your past uh, probably like 20 posts because they're all Marvel. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but uh, we are happy to have you here, and uh, uh, we want you, first off, to just at least uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about uh, first memories, or uh, first of either cartoons, or reading comics, or collecting the figures, what like first sparked your interest in the superhero comic world, and then uh, eventually what got you into posting it and uh, sharing it, your talent on Instagram. If you would. Hello? Hello? You must... If you could hear us, did you let the screen go black? All right, we'll have to come back. <laughs> oh, well, at least it, uh, we know it connects and works. Yes, absolutely. All right, well... Be back in a split second. Can you hear me? Right, I'm here. Everything yes. Goes. We're back. Yeah. We're back. We're back. Okay, good. You're not going to get out of the question that easy. All oh, right. <laughs> Let me start off now. Um, I think I started collecting... Well, my name's Dwayne, by the way. I started collecting Hot Toys back in 2016. 
And my very first hot toy, believe it or not, was the Nightmare Batman. Oh, oh nice. What a way yeah. to start. I know. And I thought, I saw it on Sideshow and I thought, oh, get this version. Because after seeing the film and I thought, mm, this version of Batman, I really liked it. It stood out better than the armoured version and the normal version. But anyway, 2016, started collecting hot toys. Then my friend, I don't know if you know him, um, point, shoot, repeat, and now oh, he's... Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I think yeah. he's changed his name to... Um, oh, God. Something X-Men. He, he got me started in this um, photography. Okay. He said, oh, you should, you know, take pictures and put them on Instagram. Go on, go on, you should do it. And I said, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> and it just snowballed from there. And had you always collected uh, growing up? or I collected, the first lot of figures I collected was the Kenner Star Wars figures. Uh, classic. Yeah, that was back in the 80s. Then I moved on to, uh, I think it was the Secret Wars figures back in the 90s or, yeah. The Marvel. Marvels. Then I went to the real Ghostbusters. <laughs> Those are, those are actually really cool figures. Yeah, like those, the eyes yeah. popping out and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> those were cool. Um, I went on to, I bought some Chip Hazard stuff, Buzz Lightyear stuff. Uh, oh, gosh. It's years ago. What else? What else? I'm lost. I collected a lot <laughs> of <those. laughs> All right. Well, we're back. We're, we'll just bring it back up to current date to where you. Uh, who, well, we're glad that he allowed you uh, to to see the world of photography on Instagram or got you into it because you are you're crushing it right now. No, 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 far from it. Um, as well, it's a nice compliment, but I'm not. You know, the I don't rate my work that highly. I think I just um, what's what's the best way to describe it? I do what I do. There's Fantastic. Some guys, there's there's some guys out there that absolutely kill it. I, <laughs> I don't think I'm one of them. <laughs> I don't know because we we've, we've spoken to a few hot toy collectors and shooters, and it just seems that uh it's hard to get them to look like and just based on my knowledge of them too because it is a lot of them are in fabric. Hmm. Uh, it, it just seems like it would be hard to pose, but you you seem to capture them in such a natural uh, motion, and they they. You get into where it sometimes looks where it's hard to tell if it's actually a, a toy or not. And I, I think you get in some incredible poses. And I really do like when you do uh, recreations of scenes from movies as well, because that you you catch it pretty spot on. Oh, thanks very much. Um, I'm going to let you into a little secret with the posing. All right. I, I'm not afraid for my um, hot toys to be, you know, if you get leather hot toys, I'm not afraid of the cracks or anything like that. So I will pose them. You've you've bought this hot toy, so let's play with it. Let's pose it. Yes, I love <laughs> that. Know. That's brilliant. You know, let's pose it. I mean, the Iron Men, those are the hardest, even though they've got um, joints and no clothing, they're the hardest toys to pose. Because really? you just, yeah, you just cannot get them in the positions that you want. But <laughs> anything like a Doctor Strange or Tony Stark or Neo, I can pose the shit out of them I, you know, <laughs> I really like posing those ones um, 
Batman's, I would go for it. Even though his suit is a bit skin tight and you think, oh, it's going to rip, it's going to last. So, go a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, that would do. <laughs> but yeah, I pose my figures. I, I'd like to play with them and then pose them up. And when I'm going for a look, a lot of the guys are going for um, where their shots look like their toys. I like to my shots to be real. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like them, the light to hit them and you're looking at it and you think, oh my God, that's real. So that's the kind of look. Maximum respect to anyone that wants, you know, everyone's got their own style, but my style is I want you to look at that f- picture and think, he's coming at me. He's alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm just pumped, man. It, it now, shows, though, in your pictures, so like the ones that you do, particularly the Ben Affleck Batman, regardless of what version, I mean, that's just unbelievable, the lighting. It's not too glary. You've got a perfect amount of shadow on the pictures, which is just fantastic. Thanks, Scott. You're way too kind. Thanks a lot, but I'll take that. Thank you. No, genuinely. <laughs> I, 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 the new Thanks, tactical Batman figure. <laughs> oh. Holy crap, what a figure that is. And that, that one it's that a beauty, did, isn't it? The apocalypse picture you did of that Batman. Holy crap. Oh, Little story behind that one as well. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> I don't know who I was discussing it with. Um, no, it was one six district. Ah, yes, ah, yeah. yeah, we was having a little discussion about um, you know the Snyder Cut and how we was let down with Justice League and blah blah blah. So I said what I wanted to do was to make my own version of the Justice League. So through pictures. So mm-hmm. we didn't, interestingly, we didn't get to see the nightmare version of Batman. So that was really disappointing. So I started taking pictures of the post-apocalyptic scene that we should have got. And visions were just coming to my head. And I was thinking, right, yeah, this will happen. This would happen in Gotham. This would happen in Metropolis, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And that was the nightmare Batman. The Superman, I took a reference from... Justice League Origins, where Superman was being tortured by Darkseid. Yeah. But I put my spin on it where he escapes and then fights off the parademons and then comes back to Earth and hence the black suit and whatnot. But yeah, that's my little version of it. Yeah, I loved it. And I loved how you continued it with the Superman. Was that so you combine the is it the Terminator figure with the Henry Cavill head? That's right. I Amazing. used the bison, I think it was 47, 46, one of those bodies, and yeah, put the Henry Cavill head and the on. The reaction it. to that was absolutely huge. I mean, that, that was an incredible picture. Uh, you know what? Likes come and go, but when people really appreciate what you've done for... I was really trying to get my point across with the Justice League film, how yeah. disappointed I was with it. So, <laughs> you know, I really wanted to see this Superman. I really wanted to see this version of Batman again. And then it just, ah, it stopped. And I went, oh. So the only it's way a brilliant I brilliant shot. Let's have a look at it. I haven't seen it in quite a while. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Especially like, you can just see hints of, uh, it looks like almost like the costumes being disintegrated off. Um, right. It's the... Is it the one that was face on? Uh, it's the one after the the Ben Affleck Batman on the uh, Apocalypse, which sort of like is in a, in a sort of fireball Superman. Right, right. Yep, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
This, I've got lighting from the side and from underneath and from the top right-hand side. And then I've used a light from the right. Is it my, yeah, my right and put a red gel on that one. Awesome. And then I've added smoke effects with uh, Photoshop or Affinity. Yeah. And you know these embers you see here? Yes, yeah. A little trick for this. All you need to do is highlight these, lighten these up a bit, and they will come to life. Oh. Yeah, just, just... I don't know if every, everyone uses a Apple Pencil, just draw over them. Just lighten them up. Oh, cool. That's a cool little... Well... Take yeah, I'm gonna give away. I'm gonna give, <laughs> give away all my secrets. All my secrets. They're all yours. You okay. I I have a question. Do you have a yep. significant other? Significant other? Yes. Yes. A girlfriend, wife. Girlfriend and a son. Now, what does she think of your hobby? <laughs> Long pause. <laughs> We always got to ask. She thinks I'm too obsessed with um, Batman <laughs> and Iron Man. Um, sometimes she thinks I take it too far. I mean, every shot I do and I edit it, I you know, show it to her and then she goes and throws her eyes up and whatnot. <laughs> and I just think, oh, I'm on my own here. So I show my son, who's 13, and then he looks at it. And he's like, "Oh, that's good, Dad. That's good. That's good." So, awesome. It's it's um, for and against. <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah, that number two to one. So you've got to carry on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, way more if you count your followers. Oh, how many <laughs> have I got now? Let's see. Coming up on two thousand. No, no. Coming up on it. No, no, I don't deserve that. <laughs> He's very humble, folks. He's very Just, humble. I'll tell you. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you a little story. We did a bunch of us did a project called My Infinity Figures, mm-hmm. and it was a guy called Elliot from Uncanny Figs. He invited me on there, and there was a bunch of other artists that joined. And, we was all doing certain characters. I did Thanos and he did uh, Doctor Strange whatnot. And toys and stuff, Alex, Steel Shields, Rob, uh, Elliot, a lot of the other guys, they, those are the ones that taught me how to photograph. So I owe a lot to them. That's why I'm so humble. I mean, I have Yatu, Tom as well, Tips, Capes and Rifles, TJ... All these guys, I've taken bits from them because I've asked for advice and they've given it back to me. This is what you see here today. If it wasn't for those guys helping me out, you wouldn't get these shots. So every time someone says, oh, you're good, you're good. I'm not that. All I've done is learn stuff and then put my spin on it. That's it. Well, that's the best thing, putting your own spin because it's, you know, and I mean, it's not, it's not easy, but it's an easier option to just copy everybody else. But putting your own spin on things... Is is I mean like when um, Tyler started his account, I used to follow Tyler before I started mine. So Tyler inspired okay. me to to sort of yeah, do for that. Yeah, sure. you know, for so sure. I owe Tyler a lot, and also Lewis at the back collector. 
mm-hmm. um, oh, for that as well. So because I kind of not copied, but you take inspiration like, absolutely, and then put your like, put your own spin on it, which is great. You know, everybody yes. sort of forges their own styles. So. Well, even That's... even with like your Thanos shots, like you're doing mm-hmm. scenes, you're doing scenes from movies. Okay. And mm. from the, you're doing your own spin on it, and you have your own angles and lighting on it, which. I think some of your shots look even cooler than the movie, especially with the one shooting the power stone. You have the lighting perfect, the way it's coming off, which that, I mean, the way that you, that you're, I don't think uh, people realize how much effort it puts if you're doing like a special effect like that coming off that you want to get the lighting right and the the right angle and everything. So Mm. it's a movie scene. It's it's still like your spin on it, which is awesome to see. You know what? You're going to make me tear up. Just, <laughs> no, I really get emotional because it, I've never had feedback where, you know, you get the comments and whatnot. But to hear guys actually say, oh, you know, appreciate what you're doing. It's like, oh, it's it's good. Thank you. I, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. But yeah. yeah we, um, that's why we do this. We want to shine a high. We want to highlight these people out there, especially because the algorithm's so tough to. It's really bad out Blast the algorithm. <laughs> it just sucks majorly, yeah, but it does. It sucks ass, man. I love that. You know, something that we're on about like special effects. I hate mm-hmm. it that people sort of put um, a downer on people that use special effects because you, you do get a lot of people that are sort of naturalists and they want everything to be created and sells that. It's not always possible because you, know, you haven't got, not everyone's got the time to do it. So. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, people have got lives outside of Toy for Time. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> me. Yeah. It's hard to believe, I know, but we are. Yes, we are. Um, um, so, yeah, I, I think if you can nail special effects, it's just as good as, uh, you know, somebody spending time trying to make it themselves. I think it's... Yeah, uh, yeah. If special effects are good for Marvel. It's good enough for Toy Photography. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is true. Now, speaking of uh, the the hobby of toy photography and actually mm-hmm. doing it and putting in the work, is there a time of day where you set aside where you're like, okay, now it's the time. Like, let's put on some music. Let's uh, have a beer. Well, I tell, tell you how I get into the zone. What I'll do is I'll put on some headphones and I'll put some music on. Nice. I'll get my nice. setup. I'll do if I'm doing a canvas backdrop. I'll get that set up. If I'm doing a TV backdrop, I'll get that set up. I'll get my figure and do various poses and then decide what poses I'm going to do. Then I start getting my lighting right, get my gels out, and then set up my camera stuff and whatnot. Um, um, time of the day, it's usually on my day off, and I haven't taken a picture for bloody yonks. Um, <laughs> I think it's about four, three, four months, I think. But having said that, I took some pictures of Doctor Strange today. So, oh, nice. Oh, and just going off subject a bit, but I'm going to be putting my own spin, as you will know, mm. on Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, nice. my spin on Doctor Strange will be a horror spin. Oh, nice. <laughs> that sounds good. Right. I'm going with the Mystic Arts Magic. Um, good and bad. I'm no one's done it before, so I thought let me do it this way. I'm seeing a lot of um, just basic, I'm seeing a lot of poses that are the same. No disrespect to anyone, but I think I want to try something a little bit different, a little bit scarier, you know. Nice, that'll be cool. Sounds great. If you can find your own sort of niche of things like that, there's nothing better. It's brilliant, yeah, definitely. Definitely, I 
encourage anyone just if you get an idea in your mind just go with it don't try and copy everyone else i mean when i first saw bg toy arts stuff i was like wow how the hell do you compete with that and then i thought right let me just do my own thing and then your own thing will take off don't try and be someone else just be yourself Mm. i've forgotten what the question was now and i've lost myself (laughs) (laughs) seem to have lost my way Uh, what did you uh i know scott's gonna hate me but what did you think of endgame Oh, don't. I I preferred Infinity War. Okay. And I'll tell you for why. Because Endgame left me depressed. (laughs) Just like how they was depressed in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. How did did you feel about Endgame? All right. I'll say from a technical standpoint before I go into personal. I thought it was amazing that they were able to juggle that amount of uh, characters and storylines and give each one their own moment mm-hmm. and also provide fan service exactly how the fans wanted it and hoped and exactly. Uh, yeah. I thought the Captain America th- thought I thought that was really cool. Yeah. That was just so epic. And if you saw it you had to see an opening night because the fans just go nuts and it's just like, that's the best part. It's just everyone was like a part of it together. And uh, overall, I thought it was a, a good movie. I wouldn't go as far as like some people saying it was the best comic book movie ever, but I thought it was impressive. I thought it was yeah. impressive for what it was. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Definitely. Fun yeah. Sorry, Scott. I'm sorry. No, that, that, that's quite right. I'm just happy it's all over now. No, <laughs> Scott, go ahead, Scott. Elaborate. He hasn't seen it. <laughs> He hasn't seen it. I, I haven't seen it. I know what all of what happens. No, um, which was quite ni- which is quite nice because I'd seen all the spoilers before it came out and everything. Okay. Just because I I wasn't avoiding them, to, I just happened to pick them up. So I enjoyed right. taunting people at work saying, "I know what happens in the end day. You haven't seen it yet." <laughs> so that was quite funny. Um, mm. Yeah, I got a few scowls for that, but that was quite funny. <laughs> um, but a movie I would much, much rather talk about with you, and I, I know we, mm-hmm. we spoke about this before we, um, yeah. before we uh, came on air, and it is mm-hmm. the Justice League movie Snyder Cut. So we alluded to right. it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, me and Tyler are sort of big Snyder Cut fanboys. Definitely, <laughs> I definitely. Where we stand on it. Um, I don't know if there's a Snyder Cut. I want there to be a Snyder Cut. But is the Snyder Cut going to be any good? That's yeah. my fear. Yeah. Be- because if the majority of this Justice League movie was what we saw, then I don't want to see it. What yeah. I would like from the Justice League movie was the carry-on from BVS that we deserved. Yeah. Qu- quite frankly. I want yeah. I want that nightmare scene. I want... Superman to be resurrected not with a mother box but by dark sides. Has anyone read that comic? Hopefully, some people at Warner Brothers decide to, but (laughs) yeah, well, (laughs) it's really talking about because you're just getting me so pumped for it. I just really hope it is true. (laughs) I I don't know. Well, there was no black suit. And was there a black suit? We don't know. I'm almost sure there was, because Henry Cavill kind of 
tease it, didn't he? He his, did uh... tease it, yeah. But, you, you know, it was weird with how he teased it. And you think, oh, yeah, it's coming. Then it didn't. And he went, hmm. I, I feel so bad for Zack Snyder. I mean, he was thrown under the bus big time. Oh, wasn't he? Like wasn't he name. just? Wasn't he just? It was just ridiculous what they did to him. Warner Brothers really—they're not taking any onus on what they've done. I mean, yeah. the Joss Whedon. What? What was that? What's the? Um, I've forgotten <laughs> what they used to call it now. The Joystick League. That's it. The oh, Joystick. Yes. Right. Yeah. How can Warner Brothers sit down and release that? De- yeah. <laughs> and that classic, I, you know, the, the scene with uh, Superman fighting Aquaman, yeah. Wonder Woman, <laughs> Cyborg and Flash. It was a classic scene, but oh, when they took it there and he held up Batman and he said, do you bleed? I was like, no, don't do it. And he, you know... And then Batman said something oh, broken. I, I, I said, oh, I needed to walk out. It was. Oh, it's as cringeworthy. I, mean, I thought, the, no. Like the, the Justice League animated series was a kid's cartoon and it was about a thousand times darker than this crap mm-hmm. that we got in the end. I isn't that... Yeah, man, that's something to think about. Warner Brothers released that cartoon and it's way darker than the film. Yeah. And better than the film, and it's just oh, it it begs belief. I know Tyler wants to say something on this. Oh badly. yeah, just it when man when they open the scene up, and I just almost wanted to walk out straight to the just get my ticket back because you just see that garbled mouth on the cell phone. <laughs> it just uh, I mean, the, then the Batman stuff was is pretty cool at the beginning, but then you're like, oh, that was awesome. That was cool. And then you think about it, it's like, wait, you're just talking to Alfred and the guy's right there and then he just leaves and the thug's just right there. He didn't really do anything with the thug. <laughs> I would have rewritten that whole beginning scene. What gets me about that scene is that, me about that, scene is that he calls his um, sort of silent accomplice, Alfred, in front of the thug. Why would you name yeah. Yes, yes, his name's Alfred. Like, half a brain could easily work out who Bruce Wayne is. Uh... Are you Bruce <laughs> <Yeah>. Wayne? <laughs> extremely strange. Oh. I mean, there's moments in that movie where you think, oh, that, that's yeah. a Schneider scene, and then all of a sudden you've got light hearted jokes flying in. And what makes me laugh is they put Joss Whedon was... to make it light hearted and fired him for it being too light hearted. Like, one of them was just idiots. <laughs> Are they fighting from the Batgirl movie because it didn't work out? The worst thing, the worst thing is that they just say that it's because they blame it on Zack Snyder's uh, daughter's suicide and try to blame it on that. It's like, no, you got rid, you got no, rid of before that. That's that. Then it's like, how dare you it was a horrendous her. moment that they use as an excuse to sort of move him aside. I think, which was just yeah. awful, absolutely awful. But I do think that that uh, you're right, Dwayne. That if they would have showed all that stuff, uh, you got some peaks of dark side, and he's actually the one that resurrects Superman, and super, Superman's just a pawn mm-hmm. for him. Like, ah, because then it would actually be interesting as someone for the Justice League to fight. Because when you got Superman on your side, you saw how easy it was—a few punches of Steppenwolf, and they're done. <laughs> yeah, that didn't sit right with me neither. And I just thought, what you know. Why is the whole Justice League um, reliant on Superman? Oh, another fact. Aquaman has a trident. Doesn't that, he? Yeah, he does. 
yes, memory serves, and memory does serve correctly. Doesn't Aquaman's trident pierce Superman's skin? How was he able to beat Aquaman <laughs> so easily? <laughs> Yeah. In that fight scene, it just doesn't make sense because it was referenced in BVS that his trident can That's cut true. Superman's skin. Zack Dang. Snyder did say that. Another plot. And, <laughs> yep, there's so much. Yep, and there was so much stuff that because you know I'm just nuts for this stuff that was left <laughs> out. It really just made me go. Hence the pictures, the the long night conversations with one six district. Sorry, Mike, but I had to get it <laughs> off my chest. And and Kenny Figs, Elliot, he was oh gosh, and I'm still shaking my head about it now because I'm getting upset. It's crazy. Uh, you, I love it. Do you guys reckon, like, regardless of whether yeah. we want it or not, do you reckon the cup does exist? No. I, I believe there's a cup, but I don't think it's the cup we want. Even, I mean, some of those scenes with Zack Snyder's and I just, it didn't, the film just didn't sit right with me. I, I think if it had Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL, it could have done yeah. better. Because the music is a big part of the film. Definitely, I, uh, I, I, I think we'll see a Comic Con in a few months, whether or not it exists. Because that's that's what everyone's saying. So if it doesn't happen, then I'm completely off the bandwagon. No more Snyder cuts. Yeah, I don't think it will happen. (laughs) No, I don't think so. But an interesting thing is, how dark was the end of Endgame? Pretty dark. And no one complained oh. about that, did they? And it ended with Tony Stark dying. No one complained no. about that. And yet people moaned at Schneider because he was playing. Superman to died. Batman. Yeah. But, right. And he he was going dark from the beginning. And everyone moaned yeah. about it. And I just thought, well, this is the darkest yeah. Avengers yeah. we've yeah. seen. <laughs> but just a little reference, yeah. I was I'll just yeah. throw that out. People criticize the Batman dying thing, but it depends how he dies. If he dies saving hmm. the world, that's it's not, it's not exactly a bad thing if he dies because he's mm. smiling at Superman and Seth Morf takes him out. That's not that's not what we want to see. <laughs> no, no, that's not. Yeah, we don't want that to see. We don't want that. He's too busy admiring <laughs> Superman and his lovely red cape. And Seth Morf chops his head off with his axe. That, you know. Oh, that would actually be pretty funny to see like a fan fiction, but. Uh, all right, so let's talk about something that's always been a classic and will never go out of style, and I'm hoping that you're a fan of it. Are you a fan of Batman the Animated Series? Oh, yeah, of course I am. How dare you? How dare you? We have to ask, and we're going to put you on the spot. What are your top three favorite episodes of all time? Uh... The one with Clayface, Roman yeah. Dagger, that one. Yeah. Um, the very first one that came out. On, on Leather Waste. I, I, yeah, I, I can't remember the name of that one, but that one. Um, what was the other one? There were so many. This is why we do it, because the first one that popped your head tend to be the ones you like. <laughs> It's just, just those two. 
I can't think of a third. I've watched so many, I've just forgotten some. Those are actually, I mean, Fida Clay is actually two parters, so that counts as three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there's your three. <laughs> uh, those are spectacular. Now, Scott, you want to do yours? Yeah, so I, I, I'm, I don't know if you have any of the figures from the line, perhaps you do, but are you a big Arkhamverse fan? Um, the games yes. I'm a big fan of. I've got one of the six-inch figures. Oh, I can't six. remember. If, no. Yes, I, I have dabbled no, in six-inch figures. Yeah. And you know what? If anyone wants them, I'm going to give them away for free because I don't know. Oh, wow. well, there we go. And I, I won't sell them. get like a thousand in so boxes if you... tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, oh no, there's only one mine, there's only one Batman. I have to dig him out. Um, I'll just say that I'm a fan of the Arkham Origins games, yeah. the Arkham oh, games. Arkham Origins are so underrated. I mean, it's always everyone's fourth favorite, but it's just such it, a good game. It is. I mean, Arkham Knight was good. That was Bloody yeah, nice! That incredible gameplay. gameplay. Even if um, people didn't agree with the story, oh, definitely the was unreal. Yeah, the flying was yeah. better. The driving was better. You get all these Batmobile for skins <laughs> and whatnot. Um, Arkham Origins, really good. I like the suit. It was amazing, one. wasn't it? Yeah, a real sort of chunky young Batman, yeah, just going definitely the crap out of everyone. Yeah. Um, Do you own any of the hot toys from the Batman Arkham? No, and I'll tell you for why. Um, I when I st- started collecting Batman, the Hot Toys Batman, I just wanted to collect yeah. the movie ones. If I knew if I went the Arkham route, that I'd have too many. And uh, believe it or not, I'm going to start collecting after the, the Infinity War line. Oh wow! Yep, I am. Yep, I just got a space issue, so it's not that I'm not going to stop. Taking pictures and buy the odd hot toy, but I said after Avengers no, and Infinity War, the Batman movie may change that. Oh, <laughs> you know, well, I never say never. But... Of it, so you were looking forward um, to the it... new Batman movie. Um, I am, but am I looking forward to Patterson? No. Really? <laughs> I don't. I just can't see him as Batman. I just don't. I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. Mm. Understandable. Um, I I'd rather see Josh Hartnett or Gerard Butler as Batman, or even Sam Worthington that, as Batman, rather than him. That'd be good. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, Sam Worthington would make a good Batman. Give me someone that looks like he's a uh, rough up and almost a uh, ragged and. Yeah, yeah. Too pretty. Yeah, I mean, um, Pattinson. <laughs> Everyone, Pattinson's too. I, I, he, that yeah. he may be a good actor, so he, he could pull it off, but for me, he's not my Batman. Uh, just still a shame that Ben Affleck had to go. Yeah, he will. It would, but I, in all honesty, I like Christian Bale, he's the nice. Batman for me because he, he, he's you, but. Ben Affleck hasn't really done three Batman. Christian Bale, he committed himself. He put the time in, so he gets the reward. He gets the crown. I mean, Affleck was good. You can't fault him. He's brilliant as Batman, but 
Christian Bale is the that's Batman. That's what I tend to go with uh, when people ask us because he actually did three movies. Like four movies. He did three with movies. Batman. One more yeah. than Keaton. And he, Ben Affleck, they and, tend to cite the uh, the warehouse scene as like, oh, but he has that, but that technically wasn't him. It wasn't, was it? Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was a stunt guy. And it's very to Christian Bale as well. He pulled everything into those movies. I mean, the, the fact that he's, I remember uh, you guys all know that when he uh, re- sort of retired as Batman and Ben Affleck took over, that he sat in a dark room for like half an hour. And, and didn't say ever oh, words. I mean, that just shows how much he cared. And... Yeah. I tell you what, one of those scenes he did, um, oh gosh, the one, you know the ending scene of Dark Knight Rises? Yes, yeah. When he uh, he flies the bomb yeah. over and whatnot. And I, I don't care, I'm going to say so... it, I cried. Right? And that's that. <laughs> I cried, yeah. I shit. I cried. I was in the cinema with, with my son and I was starting to tear up. Tears rolling down. I couldn't give a shit. I started crying. And then when I saw him, Alfred, look up and I went, oh my God, I got goosebumps all the way up back in my neck and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> Go to the movies but, yeah. to feel like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Christian Bale will always be my I've seen a lot of people lately um Probably wrongfully because it's they're two very different things. But comparing the MCU to the Dark Knight trilogy and arguing over which is better, what, mm. what side of the fence do you sit on? The dark, the MCU trilogy can never compete with the Dark Knight films. Love That's it. hands down. Um, they're two different genres yeah. of movies. You cannot compare the MCU to that. Just don't. I can tell. Well, let's just go through the list. The Dark Knight has, it's a thinking yeah. man's movie. It not only won awards mm-hmm. and Oscars, but it, the cinematography on that film, yeah. everything, you know, the acting, it wasn't as slapstick as, and, and I still like all the Marvel films, you know, I appreciate mm-hmm. them, I love them, but Marvel was a bit slapstick, kiddish, whatnot, jokey-jokey, and it had its serious parts, but it could not compare Pete with this that trilogy, yeah. no way. It set out a storyline from beginning, yeah, the middle, and then and and you just can't. Just yeah, yeah. You know the characters were all fleshed out. Not to say that Marvel ain't <laughs> fleshed out, but the characters in the Dark Knight and the Batman begins, and then when it came full circle in Dark Knight Rises, where you know Bane comes back, and you think. Wow, you know, League of Shadows and blah blah blah. Should be yeah, League of Assassins, well. but you know, we'll we'll take League of Shadows. <laughs> we'll take that, you know, as bat fans. But yeah, what is your favorite? Oh, I'm Raz. I'm not Rafe. I'll, I'll take Raz. I'll take. Now, Ross. what is your favorite of those three? The Trinity. The Dark okay, Knight. Good. That's a good pick. Solid pick. I think there's <laughs> uh, everyone goes for that because of Heath Ledger, but I just like that movie. It had a lot more Batman's the dynamic on him changed a bit. That's what I liked. He was more vulnerable. Okay. Um yeah, this against someone he couldn't yeah. control. And he couldn't beat up or, you know, win. He had to use a lot of his 
brains to uh, try and yeah, do, and then the, the Joker, Joker. Like, unlike Bane and unlike sort of Scarecrow in a way, they weren't. He wasn't really attacking Batman. He was attacking the people around him. So it was kind of you know Batman exactly. wasn't trying to attack himself. Exactly. Batman yeah. was trying to defend what was around him and trying to stop yeah. himself. That was a, they, they played that off so well. Yeah, definitely. It just shows you how sinister they made yeah. that character, the Joker. And Heath Ledger, bless him, he played it yeah, like a gent. Oh, yeah, he's really good. It's really good. <sighs> now, I'm going to switch it up a little from the Dark DC. Now, I, I'm really curious to know, out of all the movies and uh, all the time that you put into the MCU, what is your, what's your favorite character of Marvel? Iron, Iron Man. Um, I no, I should say that it's it's Namor the Submariner. But if you're t- that's Marvel Comics, MCU Iron Man. Are you excited to hear the rumors that Namor might be coming to the MCU? Oh, of course! <laughs> I'm just like, wow, we're finally going to get the Submariner. I was like, yes, yes, because he's the most powerful mutant, and you think, yes, it's about time. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And definitely by just the response people had to Aquaman, I'm sure people are going to be pumped to see Name. Wasn't that no, a good movie? movie? I saw that. Oh god, I saw it for the first time last week, and I thought, what a yeah, movie! James definitely that had his nice. uh, his work cut out for him. I think he did well. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, it had its potholes, but it was still a good sit down. Was it Patrick? Wasn't he brilliant? I thought, wow, he's really good. At I didn't think that uh, a guy that looked like that could be a villain, but he, he did good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you sort of like look at Patrick Wilson from Conjuring and um, Watchmen, and, and he's got this sort of like soft features and whatnot. But to play a bad guy and pull it off, <laughs> I thought, whoa, well done, sir. <laughs> yeah, he was great in Black Manser as well. How he's so badass. Yeah, oh, he was good. Yeah. Oh, and now I'm going to contradict what I was saying about Aquaman, but I think Jason Momoa could just use a little bit more lessons. Just a tad more. I like the guy. He's brilliant, but he just plays Aquaman too. I don't know. There's something that's off about that. I don't know what it is. If it's him or how he's playing the character, because I haven't seen any other movies he's been in, except Justice League. And he barely had anything to do in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just his surfer all, type. All he did whatever, was just save but... him in a tunnel. That's it. And then he was, he might as well just gone back to Atlantis then. And... <laughs> well, he had his Josh Whedon lasso scene. Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he sat yeah. on it, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> now, oh, let's go back to photography. When you, uh, when you do <laughs> do a photo, you have uh, a lot of. DC and Marvel. Do you have already a preset thing you go into for weekly? Like I know you said that you uh, talk to some people and you you come up with themes, or is it usually like that way, or do you just do you usually just do it random as well? Um, I used to do randoms if I haven't got anything planned. Um, like a, last month, I had a Thanos run. Or, no, no, last year I had a Thanos run. So I said, right, I'm going to do just Thanos, Marvel, blah, blah, blah. And depends also on what I'm reading as a comic. So if I'm reading something Marvel, I'll do Marvel. If I'm doing DC, I'll do DC. Um, but 
if I really want to get something off my chest and I, you know, you're in bed one night and you have this brain wave and you think, whoa, yeah, that's a, that could work as a shot, then it's going to be a DC run. You know, it could be Batman crashing through a skylight, you know, Batarangs going <laughs> hammer and tongue and whatnot. And, you know, so I'll go that route. And I've also, which I'm picking up now, it's got Avengers Endgame, The Art of the Book, oh, that's The Art of the Movie. Reference. Sorry. The, yeah, you guys, you need to get on these books. Anyone that does toy photography and wants ideas for shots or just references for special effects, use these books because I use them time and time again. I come back to them, especially the one with Iron Man. And I've got the BVS one as Brilliant well. Brilliant, So, yeah. Yeah. BVS one hasn't really got much art in it. It's mm. got a lot of photographs. Now, with, but, with Hot Toys, sorry, do you have a lot of the accessories mm. that go along with them? Where are, you, where are you able to get those if you are if you do buy them? I get these from a guy called Tim Scent, and he does me a very good one. Oh, nice. So, and, yeah. Um, what, what the accessories that you they're custom yeah. um, no the one if I do go the custom route it would be for something like Thor because I've got the Stormbreaker oh, the nice. bigger version so I'd buy but just to make it a little bit more movie accurate I'd get you know a bigger Stormbreaker with um, someone like Dutch who I picked up um, this week, he needs a lot of work. He needs a new vest. He needs a different oh, body. Man. He needs a new M16 with a grenade launcher. <laughs> and he needs some new boots because his feet look too small. So, yeah, I'm going to buy some stuff from KG Hobby or from Collectible Kit Bash, whatever's there, and put this bad boy together. And make him look like the real Dutch he's meant to be. Um, as far as any other accessories, it's if and when. And if I need them, I'll buy them. But most of them come with the accessories anyway. Nice, so, like tables and stuff yeah. and that sort of thing. You get that from those places. So. No, um, no, the tables, I would use accessories from other figures. Like I've got the Tony Stark workshop. So I'd use the table from that. You know, I get different stacked with accessories. So. Yeah, oh, he came fully loaded. Uh, the the camera, the he's even got pliers and wires and stuff. Nice. Um, yeah, um, I'm trying to see offhand. Someone like, um, I mean, not Batman because he just got batterings and whatnot. Um, I can't think because I haven't got much stuff displayed yet. I'm still trying to get cabinets and whatnot, so. It's hard to tell without them being here. They're in storage at the moment. Oh, well, that's cool. at least that you're at least you're able <laughs> but, to yeah. get by. I just I always think of a uh, hot toys and I always wonder if it's as as easy to get a hold of good accessories and stuff like that for dioramas and shots. So that's cool. Oh no, um, oh, now now I'm understanding. Accessories wise, for backdrops and whatnot, I would use either real life mm -hmm. backdrop. Uh, it could be up on a rooftop somewhere or I'd use a canvas print or something I've printed off my printer on card 
cardboard paper, card paper. So it doesn't oh, reflect light. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah, if you're going to use your own backdrops, make sure you um, use card and make sure you've got a lot yeah. of ink. So I was say, cause to do it on a computer screen, yeah. and, uh, one six scale, must be, you, you got a pretty huge computer screen to fit that figures in there. So I was always interested to know how you do sort of like the, 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 well, the, the big shots of figures. Another, I'll let you into another secret. My screen's only 32 oh, inches. Okay. <laughs> so all you need to do is put the TV... Well, if you want the real to make them look really there in that shot, just bring them forward a little bit. Don't have them right up to the screen. And this is for all you guys that are just starting out. If you are taking pictures in front of a TV screen, don't put him right to the screen. Bring him forward. Make sure you get some shadow on him. And cast some shadow. Look, remember your lighting. Remember, look at the background, see where the lighting is coming, coming from, and then adjust your lighting according to the backdrop. That's a good tip. But yeah, it's that is a great tip. Don't forget your gels, your coloured gels, and if you haven't got coloured gels, use coloured where, lights. Where did you get your gels? Where kind of did you use? My gels are from <laughs> Amazon. So you can buy them. I think there was about four pounds, something like that. And you can buy a bunch of them. I've got colored lights from Amazon again, you know, blues, reds, oranges, you know, you name it. I've got it. And they're, they're all on the cheap. It's the best way to do it as well. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because I'm not. Yeah, you got to save money for more figs too. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, well, Scott, do you have any uh, last words for our guests? Well, I've got to say a huge, huge thank you for, uh, for you to come on. We really do appreciate the time that you've taken. Dude. Yeah, keep killing it with pictures. Keep the pleasure it. is all mine. <laughs> no, the pleasure is all mine. I'm humbled to be asked to be on here. Wow, we. I just hope you guys oh, just found it interesting. It's, it's, you know, it's rare we just regular. talk toy collectors. So regular it's fantastic to hear the different perspective that they have because we're with a six inch uh, club yeah, well, and, and figures. Why so. don't you guys get them? I, I, can't, I, I mean, if we, uh, if this, if we continue to get as many listeners as we're getting, maybe we'll be able to afford ha ha toys in the future. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that bad. If I've got a hot toy, I might just be your father Christmas. But I don't want to. <laughs> we'll have to. But you're not having my Batman, so no, don't ask for I know that Scott really wants the Marvel ones. He's a big Marvel fan. Scott, what do you <laughs> want? Uh, well, Thanos can defeat them all, so I'll, I'll have Thanos and uh, he'll, he'll, yeah. take, he'll take them all on. <laughs> so you yeah, want Thanos to do Thanos can destroy them all. all right. I'll keep that in uh, mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We are we're extremely happy to have you on, and if anything, it's yeah. it just to hear how you do your thing and uh, how you get into the zone of taking these incredible photos that you take. And it's also cool to hear the passion behind it because with anything, there's uh, some people that you could just, I mean, with a nice, they just get a thousand dollar camera, set it down, take a photo, and be like, oh, well, how come I'm not getting likes? But it's nice and. And to see that that goes behind your photos as well, it's not just, uh, oh, I just uh, get creative and do it. No, this guy 
actually loves what he does, and you can tell by the way he gets the poses right, the lighting, the effects right. Some of the times it looks like it's a, a still from a scene from the movie. It's, oh, dude, it's, that, it's, I, passion and madness. it's awesome to, to get to hear. Like, and Scott always says too, it's cool to actually get to meet the people behind the page and learn that they're not just robots. And it's like because you could, like you said, too, you could just get you could see the comments, and it's different from reading a comment to actually just talking to a human being, even. So yeah. It's definitely different. I think you guys now have a different uh, makeup of who I am and whatnot. Which but... is definitely cool. Yeah. We all um, learn that you are you are a very fun, loving, cool guy. You, uh, you definitely have a, a passion too, which was fun to hear. <laughs> I just just wanted to say one thing. Everyone I follow, I follow for a reason. <laughs> Remember that, guys. So if I don't. If I don't drop a like, I will drop it when mm. I get time. Yes. But I follow yeah. you for a reason. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Well, but yeah, you guys have been awesome, man. For Thank all you. of you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it definitely was a blast. And uh, I'm glad that I was able to talk you into coming on. Oh, he didn't talk me. He just said, oh, do you want to come? I said, sure, yeah, I'll amazing. do it. I'll do it. Like, some people what do I are, get? are so shy about coming on. There's no need to be shy. It's just a talk between people who love Batman and, and DC and, and sometimes oh, Marvel, yes. sometimes Marvel, but we won't, we won't mention that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to get shot on this. Because it, I, I'm a big Marvel fan now. And you can say, oh, you traitor. You traitor. You uh, got DC now. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Uh, if you guys are not following uh, Dwayne, then you guys need to go right now and check out at King Namorius 761 and you will not be disappointed. He has tons of pictures for you to look at and just enjoy and uh, he d- you definitely will not regret it. Uh, we are happy. Yeah. Just have fun. Don't, do not troll his pictures. Don't leave comments. No, just... <laughs> Again, we want to want to thank him for coming on this was a lot of fun and it's definitely Hard something place. that our listeners aren't used to we talked a little bit of marvel but it was a, it was fun and uh we want to thank again all you people out there listening is it's cool seeing the growth in the show and it's also cool continuing to get people uh, letting us know what they like what they don't like that they enjoyed the guest and yeah this has been dc figures and collectibles where we do what you do too where we just take our passion and try to speak through our pictures. And it has been a fun time getting to talk to Dwayne again from at King Namorius 761. And if you don't mind, we'd love to have you on again in the future. Yeah. Oh, definitely for sure. Be my pleasure. My absolute pleasure. We will be in touch and uh, we will be doing this again. So thank you guys again for listening and we will be back very soon. (laughs) 